Today is Tuesday, September 12th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. A new month means a new expose on the ethical cat's cradle that is today's Supreme Court bench. New reporting from Politico revealed more about the relationship between Ginny Thomas, the wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, his benefactor, the manufacturing billionaire Harlan Crow, and conservative judicial activist Leonard Leo, and what that crew was up to in the months leading up to the 2010 ruling in the Citizens United case, which made it constitutional for corporations and anonymous donors to contribute unlimited amounts of money to political candidates and elections through super PAC organizations. At the time, the Citizens United decision walked back nearly a century of campaign spending restrictions, but it did not come as a complete surprise to court watchers. However, this new reporting found that Ginny, Harlan, and Leonard had started making plans before the decision was released to create a nonprofit to call anonymous donations, also known as dark money that would fund campaigns for elections and conservative judicial nominees. Unfortunately for the Three Musketeers, their plan blew up due to backlash following a call that Jenny Thomas made to Anita Hill, the nerve, after which they immediately pivoted to creating another dark money group. Leo then ordered at least one recipient of his group's funds to pay Ginny for unspecified work. That recipient and the conduit for paying Ginny was none other than Kellyanne Conway. Quite a confusing plot on this one, but with an undeniably star-studded cast. At risk of this next story sounding like no big deal compared to the one I just shared, now we have a major conflict of interest out of the Florida court system. On Friday, the Florida Supreme Court heard arguments on whether to allow the state's six-week abortion ban to take effect. However, one of the justices who was ruling on the case is actually married to one of the Republican state representatives who co-sponsored the abortion ban in question. The justice who refuses to recuse himself from the case, Charles Kennedy, is one of the five conservative justices who were appointed by Governor Ron DeSantis on the seven-justice bench. In better news, Floridians have another shot at securing abortion protections. Right now, the group Floridians Protecting Freedom is working to get an abortion rights referendum on the election ballot in 2024, which would enshrine reproductive rights in the state's constitution if it was voted for on the ballot. The group says that they have collected almost three-quarters of the 900,000 verified signatures that are required to get this on the ballot for next November. Floridian listeners, you know what to do. Yesterday, the FDA approved updated COVID-19 vaccines for anyone six months or older. The shots were reformulated to target an Omicron subvariant by Moderna and Pfizer-BioNTech and are expected to be available in pharmacies, clinics, and doctor's offices by the end of this week. Forecasters are still uncertain about where Hurricane Lee is expected to make landfall, so today's scary weather report is more of a scary weather receipt. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration announced yesterday that the United States has set a new record for the number of weather disasters that cost $1 billion or more in a single year, and that is before we are even done with Q3. Who knew setting records could be so much fun? So far, the 23 extreme weather events in America this year have cost over $57 billion. That is in addition to the human cost of 253 lives. And that does not even start to account for these events outside of the United States. 
For our last two headlines today, we are actually heading outside of the United States. The Biden administration has issued a waiver for sanctions against Iran as part of a deal to release five American citizens who have been detained there. The waiver will allow international banks to transfer $6 billion in frozen Iranian funds from South Korea to Qatar without penalty under U.S. sanctions. The names of the five prisoners have not yet been released, and we know it is not over until the wire hits. Meanwhile, on the enemy of my enemy is my friend wavelength, the United States and Bahrain are expected to sign a strategic security and economic agreement this week. Bahrain is a key U.S. ally in the region, which views nearby Iran as a threat as its government has long attempted to claim Bahrain as one of its own provinces, and the Bahraini government has accused Iran of fueling unrest among its Shiite population. This new agreement, which had been in the works for over a year, includes a legally binding and upgraded commitment that the U.S. will consult and provide assistance if Bahrain faces an immediate security threat. This announcement comes after another one of regional significance from this past Saturday when the Biden administration announced the launch of a major international infrastructure project alongside the leaders of Saudi Arabia, India, and the UAE that would connect India, the Middle East, and Europe through a network of railways and shipping lines. Looks like Dark Brandon is gearing up for 2024. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. 